Are you using Pinterest to grow your pet photography business? Or like us, is your Pinterest board full of photos of your dream house and recipes that you'll probably never cook? Did you know that implementing a Pinterest strategy into your social media marketing is a really easy way to improve your Google ranking? I definitely didn't. Stay tuned for our interview with Jen Bay of Success Beyond the Lens to learn everything you need to know about how to get started with Pinterest for your business. Hello, and welcome to Season 11, Episode 8 of the Pet Photographers Club podcast. I'm Kirsty McConnell. And I'm Caitlin McCall. Welcome to the club, Jen. Thank you so much for the lovely introduction, Kirsty. I appreciate it. Welcome to the Pet Photographers Club with your hosts, Caitlin and Kirsty. Tune in as experts share their insights to help grow your business with higher sales, creative marketing, and kick arse business strategies. Now, on to the show. Oh, we're so excited to have you, Jen. So, I mean, we really have you here because we're super keen to dive deep into Pinterest for photographers. But I think before we get to that, I'd love to know a little bit more about Success Beyond the Lens, what it is you do there, how you started it, that kind of thing. Yeah, absolutely. So, Success Beyond the Lens started almost two years after I started my virtual assistant business. I was a virtual assistant. I worked for anybody and everybody that would just pay me money to do whatever they needed in their business. (laughs) And then I realized that I loved working with photographers. My first client was a photographer and in working with her and seeing the freedom that we ended up giving to her life because we managed the back end of her business. I just knew that that's where I wanted to focus. So Success Beyond the Lens was born, and in the last almost three years now that it's been around, um, we have grown exponentially, and we're now a team of seven women and mamas and business owners who are meeting the business management and marketing needs of the photographers on our team. Wow, Jen, you know, it's really nice when we have somebody on the show who is here to help other businesses grow and the proof is kind of in the pudding that you know how to do that because you've just grown your own business to have seven, a team of seven. I mean, that's quite impressive. (laughs) Um, Are they all local to you, Jen, or are they all around the world? I mean, what's the kind of makeup there? Yeah. So actually I just hired my first local woman. She is going to be our first employee of all of the rest of my team are subcontractors and they're from all over North America. So I have two in Canada and then the rest of my team is scattered throughout the U S. Yeah. Nice. Nice. Cause I think that's a point that a lot of micro business or probably all business people get to when they decide, you know, oh, I want to expand my business. I want to grow. I'm, I'm ready to bring a person on board. And it's like, okay, what now? Where do I begin? Like, do I want to find a team like you offer? Do I want a, a VA that works on the other side of the world? Do I want a local who can work a few hours a day or a week, whatever I need? Um, and it's just really interesting to hear what's working for you and uh, we can all take the suggestions on board, I suppose. So what is it specifically that between you and your team, Jen, that you can do for photographers? So I I completely forgot. I also have a lovely assistant um, in the Philippines. She's amazing. She's like my go-to girl during the day. Awesome. (laughs) 
And she's your go-to or she's also an assistant for your clients? So she's actually my admin assistant. She handles getting our client gifts ordered. She makes sure that people get on my schedule for consultation calls or strategy calls. She makes sure that graphics are made for all of our clients because that is a talent I do not possess in the least. She's just my like mod podge, whatever I need. Girl, she's amazing. Nice. Cause I imagine that that's what most photographers think they need at least is a, is their own assistant like that. But you offer something quite unique, um, as, as your business, right? So do you want to just kind of dive in a little bit and share with the listener what exactly that you can offer? Absolutely. So when I created Success Beyond the Lens, my goal was to become the go-to company for photographers' outsourced needs. So we're considered a business management and marketing company for photographers. We offer system strategies for Dubsado and HoneyBook. We do system setups for the same platforms. And then we also do admin tasks day to day. So email and calendar management, making sure that you know where you're supposed to shoot, who you're supposed to shoot and when you're supposed to shoot them. And then also the whole marketing side of your business. When you talk about marketing for photographers, there's so many things to do, especially now that we have TikTok and Instagram reels and all of the things. So it's so much. So we do blogging, email marketing, Pinterest management, Instagram, and Facebook. Oh, that's just, just sounds like a dream to be perfectly honest. You're so right. It does feel like there are a thousand different platforms that we're supposed to be updating all the time. I do feel like Pinterest, as we said before we started recording, Pinterest is one of those ones that I don't know, maybe it's because it's been around for so long or um, Instagram is just so shiny and accessible still it sort of gets left by the wayside a little bit I think we'd love to start diving into the Pinterest strategy that you teach what do you think is the reason that photographers aren't utilizing Pinterest as much as they should be Uh, that's such a good question I think there's a couple different I don't know if misconceptions is the right word but I'll go with it because I can't think of a better one Uh, misconceptions about Pinterest the first thing you think of Pinterest when it first came on the scene there's like this other social media platform it's where you know you hang out and you create boards and you see what your friends are pinning and all of the things and that's where it kind of got its start. Well, since then, it's evolved to something so much beyond social media. It's no longer really considered a social media platform. It's considered more of a search engine. Think of Pinterest as like a visual Google. It blows people's mind because I I don't know if it's the millennial in me or if I just got addicted to Pinterest when it first came about and now it's just my go-to. If I have a question, this is going to sound so bad. I am 32 and I've Googled this so many times. How to to boil hot dogs. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't, I couldn't figure out how to boil hot dogs. Like how long do you boil them for? It's okay. I think every time I make mashed potatoes, I Google, how do you make mashed potatoes? Yes. <laughs> I need to just print it out and remember how to make it. But I feel you. I feel you did. <laughs> you know, so instead of going to Google for how to boil hot dogs or holiday uh, sangria recipes, I go to Pinterest. All right. And that's where so many photographers forget that Google is fantastic, right? That is like, you, you want to be on the number one page. You want to make sure your SEO is there. However, 
one of the secret sauces of getting to the number one page on Google is by utilizing Pinterest and keeping those keywords in your Pinterest so that you are showing up on Google. Oh, okay. So, cause I was about to say, you know, maybe we're going to Pinterest to look up how to boil hot dogs, but I can't imagine a client going to Pinterest to look up where is a Melbourne pet photographer, but you're saying that updating our or maintaining our Pinterest board helps our Google rankings. Yes, absolutely. When you cross reference your keywords, when you continue to use your keywords on Pinterest, they're going to help your SEO ranking on Google because what's happening is you're using the same keywords on Pinterest when you're linking it to, let's say your website. So if you're, those keywords are being used on your website and then your Pinterest, and then we're not talking about YouTube, but you could YouTube, all of those different keys in your strategy are just helping you ramp up your ranking on Google. I think you'd be surprised how many of your clients are on Pinterest searching, maybe not Melbourne pet photographer, but something along the lines of pet portrait inspiration, you know, or like, you know, Australian pet portrait inspiration, something like that, where it's more broad, but if you're showing up as a pet photographer in the area, your pins are going to show up and they're going to get that inspiration from your work. So Jen, does it also work like blogging, for example? Like, would it be worth like having content on your Pinterest that would also show up for the example you gave, but also something even more broad? So like best pet friendly cafes in Melbourne, even though I'm a pet photographer, because then it might eventually draw people to my site or it's better to be more direct than that. I think doing a really good balance of both is the way to go. In fact, one of the best ways that you can build a client base when you move into a new area, and I am totally snagging this tip from a fellow Pinterest manager, but you can set up different shoots at like local venues or locations that are great for, let's say we're talking about like a wedding photographer, you know, we're talking about engagement sessions, like top five locations for engagement sessions, or if they're a pet photographer and you want to do top five dog friendly locations for your next photo shoot, you can do shoots at that place and then do a blog post on it, do five pins off of that blog post, and then that's just going to continue getting you the reach that you're looking for. Awesome. That was, you actually answered my next question inside that question. So that was great. I was going to ask what actually happens. Do I put the image straight onto Pinterest? Do I put it into my blog and then pin from there? But you've just answered that saying like it goes into your blog. So then what's the best way to get it from your blog onto Pinterest? Like you pin it yourself, I imagine. Yes. So what we do is we create 10 pens per blog that we write. So a lot of the times we do a mix of just your work. So just the image and then a graphic that is in your brand colors and has your logo and your website, all of the things. So we're going to pin all 10 of those pens to Pinterest and each of those pens are going to link to the same blog post. The easiest way to do that, how we manage this is through Tailwind. Tailwind is a third-party publishing app for Pinterest and Instagram. I don't use it for Instagram, but you can. And it allows you to, you can even go onto your Instagram feed 
and pin using the Tailwind extension, pin your Instagram posts to your Pinterest or your Instagram stories to Pinterest, um, Instagram reels to Pinterest. I just found this out uh, today, which I thought was really cool. So Jen, can I just clarify, is that you want to use Tailwind because then you can like schedule it or something, or is it okay just to use like the Chrome, Google Chrome plugin, you know, that the little pin that can sit in your, what are they called? They're called Google Chrome. (laughs) Sorry, tools or something or other uh, extensions. I think they're called, sorry. Yes. Yeah. So you can so, use that, but you can't schedule through that. So what's the benefit of Tailwind? You can schedule? Yes. Tailwind's going to give you the benefit of scheduling. A lot of the times what most Pinterest managers and marketers like to see is anywhere between 15 and 25 pens per day. And as much as I love Pinterest, I don't have the time to sit around and pen 20 new pens every single day, especially that are relevant to like what I do. I can sit there and pen recipes that I'm never going to bake, but... <laughs> Actual relevant post is a little different. So Tailwind gives you the opportunity to curate and block that time, batch out the time to spend 20 minutes once a week or 20 minutes every other week and pin, you know, 50 pins and those will be scheduled out for the next week and a half or whatever it needs to be. Ah, gotcha. That is a huge number of posts way more than we would be used to posting on Instagram or Facebook or anything like that. So for a photographer, could we essentially upload say a session per day though? How how on earth are photographers sharing 15 to 20 images per day? That's the thing with Tailwind or with a Pinterest strategy. You don't want to just post your own work and post only to your links. You want to post other things that are relevant. So for example, you could pin somebody else's blog, like top 10 location, like coffee shops in Melbourne or top five pet grooming salons in Melbourne, stuff like that. That's still relevant to what you're doing, what you're offering, but what Tailwind or Pinterest rather in the algorithm wants to see is a variety of pins that are benefiting the audience. Mm -hmm. That makes total sense. And that totally makes it easier. And I can see why you want to use something like tailwind so that you can have them going out at different times that makes so much sense thanks for breaking it down oh my goodness my mind is like spinning I can't wait to you know talk to you more about this you know how we can really utilize Pinterest but we're already believe it or not at our halfway mark of our interview and so let's discuss all the ins and outs like how to set up your Pinterest account for maximum success from the beginning your tips on graphics all the things basically what are the platforms we can use as well as Pinterest that work really well together I want to talk about all of those but let's save that for our second half of the interview which is the members only access part so we're going to wrap up part one now we will have all the links and resources that we've mentioned today in our show notes for this episode so if you want to head back and uh, check anything out that we've already said just head to the petphotographersclub.com forward slash podcast forward slash 1108 if you're a member of the club of course you can continue listening to part two of our interview in the member zone don't forget if you're not a member you can join today for just ten dollars a month club membership includes loads of perks and bonus content like the rest of this fantastic episode 
So head over to the petphotographersclub.com to find out more. Just before we do close this out though, Jen, can you just tell the listener where they should go to learn more about what it is that you guys do? Absolutely. So I hang out on Instagram the most uh, at Success Beyond the Lens. And then to find out more about us and our services, it's successbeyondthelens.com. Thanks for listening to the Pet Photographers Club. To subscribe to the podcast, check out other episodes, and keep up to date, head to thepetphotographersclub.com.